What's going on, everybody? Doug here. Before we get started with this episode, I just want to say thank you so much for rocking with Cheyenne and I and all of our guests here at Birdie's Not BS. But, you know, we want to be the front door to folks coming into the game of golf. So please share the episodes, share the content. Be sure you're giving reviews, leaving reviews, leaving comments everywhere you can comment about the show. And uh, let's get to it. Back at it again, Birdie's Not BS, Dougie Fresh here with Cheyenne Woods. As usual, two special guests with us today. We have my man, Olajuwon Ajanaku of Eastside Golf, and my man, Earl Cooper. So excited to have that tandem. Y'all are changing the game of golf. Welcome to Birdie's <laughs> Not BS. Yeah, thank you for having us. But first of all, y'all know y'all call Cheyenne on a travel week. So before we get into it, Cheyenne, where are you? What, where are you at right now? <laughs> I wake up not knowing where I'm at either half the time. But this week, um, I'm in Beaumont, California, which is just outside of Riverside. Um, you know, it's hot as hell. But we're playing a Symmetra Tour event out here. And I'm saying it. Actually, I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm staying in a house with uh, Shasta, <laughs> Sedina Parks, um, Alexis Belton, Sierra Sims. So it's a lot of us, you know, black girls out here playing, competing, um, staying together. And so we're getting ready. Our first round is tomorrow. So are y'all focused or y'all partying? Like, are y'all turning what? up over there? <laughs> we are out I'm here joking. working, okay? <laughs> okay. I just had to ask. Now you know what's going down over there. What do you think we're doing out here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, but it's been nice because I know when I was a rookie out here on either Symmetra or LPGA, both tours, there weren't a lot of black girls out here, you know, and it's, you feel a little lonely sometimes. And so with this year, it's been so nice. We've, we've made an effort to stay together, to stay connected, play practice rounds together. And it makes a big difference just to have those relationships. I know you guys, it's a difference, you know, there's a special bond that we all have with each other. Um, I know both of you have played a lot of golf. Um, kind of speak. We ain't going to talk about Earl swing though. I might get on it a little later though. Uh Oh, (laughs) But definitely the bond that we all have is different, right? Yeah, that's dope. Now, that's awesome. I'm happy to hear that. That will inspire young girls that are out there, too. You know what I mean? That the journey is getting better along the way that y'all are coming together. So that's super dope to hear. You know, along those same lines, Earl and Olajuwon, y'all did Eastside Golf in tandem. So tell us a little bit about how y'all came with the, with the brand. So did y'all just wake up one day and say, you know what? Hey, we're going to create this brand, do something different for the culture, and see if we can make it pop. Talk about how you came together to form Eastside Golf. Yeah, so actually it was it was one day I was, you know, I've, I've, I've been in commercial finance for about eight years and doing that over the years, you know, just one day I just, you know, I just got tired of it. <laughs> and I was just like, I want to play professional golf again. I want to start competing again. I, you know, I, um, I started looking for sponsorships and everybody would just tell me no and no. And it's like, you know what? Well, why not? me try to create something that I can push forward and actually that can be great and can uh, and can infiltrate, I guess, like the entertainment business for the younger generation to get them interested in golf, you know? So uh, one thing led to another, uh, had to make a logo. I thought I was just going to take that logo, put it on a golf bag, and then that'd be it. And um, so Earl was just like, yo, you need to put down a shirt. I did. Maybe I got stopped maybe like 30 times in like one day. I was just like, well, we got something. So, and that was like, 
back in June of last year, you know, and then um, maybe June to June 24th, that's when we established the company and November is actually when I launched the company. And then that's when uh, I got with Earl and we went to the PGA show and I guess Earl could take it from there, but uh, went to the PGA show together and, you know, we've just been pushing ever since. Yeah. Nah. So like you said, so from there, like, you know, um, definitely saw the brand kind of growing, but I was not, you know, fully engaged in it at all. Like I had a bunch of other stuff that I was doing and going to the PGA show was very eye-opening experience for me. Having been in the golf industry, worked at a bunch of private clubs, I was a little skeptical. Um, and so when I got there and I seen the reaction, when we were just at demo day and we're walking around and heads are turning and I'm sure Cheyenne, you know, like you, you can feel when people are watching you. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, like their eyes are on us and it was just constant. And then when we started walking the halls of um, the actual at the convention center, it, it just got even more overwhelming. And I was just like, wow, like I never expected that response from there. Um, and then to kind of fast forward, I just remember going back to the hotel. I'm like, yo, we got something. Yes. And then from there, it was like, all right, let's figure out how to do this. Let's just kind of double down. And I had grown a couple other situations and companies and things of that nature. So I was just like, for me, it was the ability to be like, oh, man, like this could bring me back into my passion. Because for folks that don't know, I work in the mayor's office in Wilmington, special assistant, and put together like public-private partnerships and grew this other big program. And I still maintain my teaching professional status, but I just wanted to be able to like, I guess, jump back into golf on the right time. And I feel like Eastside Golf has been able to do that for me. See, Cheyenne, you didn't know you was talking to Earl Obama in here. Man, I'm learning so many things <laughs> nah, right now. <laughs> you thought it was just about these golf swings. No, sir. Yeah, it's, it's so much more than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't even know that Earl is a published children's book author. I mean, this really? guy is multifaceted. We could do a whole other episode on just him, but we're going to keep it here right now. Very nah, nah, we're not going to do all that. But I got I got a plug real quick. I got three children's books. I'm all about HBCUs. Um, so definitely a passion awesome. of mine. That's awesome. I got to say, I didn't realize the brand of Eastside Golf was so young. Um, and it's so impressive what you guys have done and kind of the energy that you've created around it, because I've seen posts from Anthony Anderson. I've seen posts from Chris Paul with your product in their hand on Instagram. (laughs) And I mean, I'm rocking mine when I'm at home, you know, I just was home a few weeks ago. I got my t-shirt and my ball marker. So I'm set, but um, what is the secret behind you guys getting actually making connections and getting it into the hands of these celebrities that love golf? The relationships prior to Eastside Golf, just years of being in 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 those circles, as, as you guys know, just years of playing in celebrity golf tournaments or just playing college golf, and you just make those connections. And and then Earl just being in the PGA space, you know, I mean it 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 got to a point where with Eastside Golf, they saw where we were trying to go and they saw how they could help. And everybody just wanted to really, you know, lend a hand out and, 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 and push it forward from there, you know? And, uh, and, and one of the things that they did see, well, go ahead, go ahead, Earl. Now I was just going to say one of the things that impressed me the most has been so organic, right? Like we never paid anybody to do anything, right? Like people are yearning, like Chris Paul, shout out to Chris Paul. 
super guy. Um, and like, you know, was made like his brother CJ Paul actually got aware of the brand, showed it to Chris. Chris loved it, but like they pay for everything, right? Like nobody's like, we're like, they're trying to support us and they have no problem in posting. So it's been amazing. Like, you know, it's a couple guys we have sent some stuff too, but it's like if we send it to them, they're definitely gonna post it. And then just uh I guess one thing for these guys to do it, but the the like even George Lopez is another one, like pay for like 12 hats, like send it to me. Like so it's amazing to see guys support and, and females as well, but not only support post and pay up front, like it's uh it's crazy. You know, Earl, I want to go back real quick and, and shout out to George Lopez. You know, George came through, Birdie's Not BS, shut it down. But I got to set this scene, you know, you and Olajuwon, y'all, y'all in Orlando at the PGA show, you're walking through the, the convention center, it's thousands of people, there's not that many brothers there. So then it's like, boom, all these white pros, and then they got you and you rocking the the logo with the with the chain and the golfer with the hoodie on and he, and the jeans and he's got J's. It seems like he might have some J's on or some forces. So my thing was, how were you guys received? How did how how were you received by all these these blue bloods? Like it was crazy because I had something to compare it to. Like I've been to tons of PGA shows as an assistant professional. We're buying clothes for the spring, you know what I mean, in the summer. Like, I know what it is to kind of, you know, I hate to say it like this, but you got all the Titleist guys in the white jackets. Like, I know what it is to do these hallways and, like, just kind of, you go to the DNI meeting that they held every year and it's always the same conversation. Right. Right. Like, so I've been there, done it all. And Elijah want to tell you, I didn't want to go. Straight like that. He's like, bro, we need to go. I'm like, bro, I'm not going down there. Like, I'm... I'm checked out. Like, there's nothing down there for me. I've done it a million. Like, no, we're going. I'm buying a ticket. We're going. And to answer your question, though, for me, the reaction was actually extremely positive. I will say. I mean, we got stopped by so many people. And I'll say this quick story. I'll never forget it. We were sitting. It was after, like, day two. We were at one of the, um, within the hotels, like, downstairs at the restaurant. And a white woman from, like, Montana said, listen, I'm sorry, but I love y'all sweatshirt. What is that? Can I please take a picture? And I'm on FaceTime. It was just so like the last person you would ever expect <laughs> yeah. to like interrupt the FaceTime wow. and be like, I got to take a picture. I was just like, wow, that was the moment that I always tell that story. But yeah, that was it for me. Like that epitomized my experience. I just feel like the, the, y'all's reactions could have been so varied, right? Like, I'm sure the Blue Bloods was kind of mm-hmm. like... You never know what to hmm. expect. And, and, this, and then this old lady from Montana was like, yo, that's dope. Like, <laughs> Elijah, how'd you feel repping the, repping the brand of the PGA show and it just having the eyes on you? Yeah, so, I mean, it was honestly the same reaction that I've been getting, you know, when I was here in Detroit. I'm going to be honest with you. It, I mean, it was. You know, but Earl, this was the first time, you know, we had been out. We're going to be out with it and we're going to be in front of, you know, golf people. If you, I mean, PGA people, <laughs> golf people, PGA people. So it's a, it's a totally different reaction. And I mean, it was it was all positive vibes when, when we got there, you know, I mean, and it was and we you know, it was what we were two months in, three months in and people already were recognizing us, you know, and saying, hey, that's East Side Golf. Let's take a picture. You know, so, I mean, we knew that we were doing something right and, you know, just moving forward. Hopefully we can continue to do the right thing. Like I mentioned before, the energy around this brand that just, like you said, organically growing on its own and building, building, building. 
From my eyes, I feel like it's because there has been a void in the golf industry for that overlap of culture and the traditional, you know, country club golf stereotype that we have. Um, from your guys' eyes, where do you think that energy is coming from and the interest that people have in what you are creating? I feel like the energy comes from, yeah, I feel like the energy comes from uh, being authentic, you know, never always sticking to our gut, always sticking to, you know, oh, uh, should we post this? Is it is it too much? And and usually Earl is the one to do that, but I'm usually the one to say, hey, we need to <laughs> post this. And he's like, yo, you need to back off that gas pedal a little bit. But, uh, you know, just being, being ourselves in all the posts, like posting about basketball, but then also posting about, you know, talking trash and golf, but then also, you know, Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, and, you know, just a plethora of things and, and really getting the point across that you can be cool, you can be into other sports, but then still play golf, mm. you know, and that's how we see that you can really introduce it to so many other people other than the people that, that are just in the golf world. Earl, you want to add to that? No, nah, I mean, I, I, just quickly, I think to Elijah Wan's point, I mean, I got to give O, like he's always pushing me to be like original and authentic. As he says, I'm kind of, you know, a little gun shy coming from these country clubs. So I get that other side, right? Like I'm always like, bruh, nah, nah, nah. And he's like, but that's what makes it special. Right. You know what I mean? We're doing what they actually want. And, um, you know, we, I think it's a blessing too. I will say like a lot of our magic is our ability to work together having, you know, grown a bunch of businesses, the chemistry that we have and being able to kind of like trust each other's vision. Um, and when we kind of like, he's super creative, you know what I mean? I'm more on the business development side, but when you bring those two together, it's like just from a business, cause that's what we're growing, not just a job, but a business. We've been able to grow so quickly, I think because of, you know, just really being able to kind of have that fire and ice. Like we've been able to, you know, accomplish a lot very quickly. So jumping into the logo. Cause the logo is is the showstopper. It's the it's the thing that makes makes most people be like, hold on, what the hell? Wait, what? Hold up. I, I'm like, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, right? Cause y'all, we we've known each other for a long time. When I first saw the logo, I didn't know how to react to it. I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I was like super like I didn't know how to feel. It was one of the few times that I was like, um, okay. But then I had to stop and think about where where we are as a people, where we are as a culture, what we're trying to get out of the golf game. And as I thought to myself and I pondered like, okay, what is, who is this logo talking to? I became to love it. So I will say at first, it kind of caught me off guard. Now, Earl, being, you know, being in the PGA space, the golf space, you know, we all come from where we come from. How did you initially receive the logo? And again, I love it now. I love everything it stands for. But at first, it kind of, it kind of, it, it I didn't know how to take it. I think I was old. I thought, I, I mean, O can attest to it. You know, now I feel like everything, but I feel like I thought the logo was dope from the beginning. I don't, I didn't question the logo. Um, I think my questioning was in the beginning, like how big can this be? But I never questioned the logo, right? Because for me, I know Elijah one. Like we played golf at Morehouse College. We won national championship together, PJ National Minority. So, and like, that's my man. Like we... We were already, we, you know, we knew each other very well. We could be extremely honest with each other. So if I thought it was whack, I would have told him that I thought it was whack. I didn't ever think it was whack. I just didn't know how big it could grow when you talk about earlier, like I said, the PGA. So, like, when, 
when I saw that reaction, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, that okay. was my question was like, what, what is it? Like, what, where can it go? Right. That was my like initial response. It's like, oh, this, this is this, dope. Like, but like, nah, I mean, this, right. No, I think, I think I'll put it to you like this. I mean, this logo can go as, as far as any household brand. I think one of the things that we have identified, like, we make cool, like, black people, the culture, you know what I'm saying? Like, ownership is very important. We need to be in golf shops. We need to do collaborations. Like, if you really, truly want to help us, like, how many times, even from on the professional side, where they write a bunch of stories? Like, okay, it's cool to keep writing stories about me. Who's going to write a check? <laughs> right? So it's like, that's right. kind of where we're coming from. Like, a lot of our conversations have been very upfront. Yeah, Lajuan, to Earl's point, you know, talk about the logo creation and and what what did you want to say with the with the logo for Eastside Golf? I've never said that I wanted an apparel line. Like that's right. something I've, I've never said that in my life. Like before, year and a half ago, never said that in my life. You know, and um, I wanted to turn pro in golf, and I felt like something cool that would be on my bag was a logo that I felt represented me, you know, and I felt the logo represented me because I wanted to wear jeans and a sweatshirt. That's how I dress off the course. But whenever somebody asks me, you know, what do you do or whatever? I'm like, I play golf. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you play golf. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. You know, but it, it's gotten to the point where I just, yo, I really just want to be myself everywhere I go. You know, whether that's, you know, or I'm, I'm swinging 100 miles an hour and my chain is swinging one way and my club is going <laughs> up, you know, and but I'm just being myself and I'm enjoying the game. But that's what the logo was supposed to represent to me. I mean, that's what it was representing to me at first, you know, when I first came out with it. But it was me, you know, and then moving forward, it just it became more than just me, you know, because it showed the kids, hey, like, you can be cool and play golf. You know, you can play basketball because that's my other sport is basketball, but really play golf at a high level. And and that golf is just something that, you know, like I said, you can be whoever you want to be and you can look however you want to and and play it. You know, it, it's just it, – it sounds so, you know, rhetorical saying that, but, you know, a, a lot of kids just don't hear that nowadays. So I get that because – like you said, golf has such a strong stereotype and we're always, you know, trying to grow the game of golf and especially with minorities, grow the game of golf. But even in my own experience, I have felt like once I go to the golf course, you can't truly be yourself. And that's why I do love the logo and what it represents, because it's truly embracing that golf is for everybody. You don't have to turn something on and be that something different just because you're at a golf course. Um, you should feel comfortable in whatever space you're in and whoever you are. Um, so I do absolutely love that because as a minority in the sport of golf, I'm sure a lot of us have felt that of just not necessarily having the space or the comfort of being your authentic self. And I think it's important for brands like yours to be in the golf space and to have that platform to show kids that, like you said, you can play basketball, you can go with your chain and go to the golf course and be okay. Like there's an overlap. You don't have to be one thing or the other, you know, you can just be multifaceted and still play golf and be you. Yeah. Elijah, I'm listening to you talk right now, man, just the, the level of depth that I think the logo represents is something that's that can be understated and or missed from my vantage. 
because when I look at the logo, now that I know it was just you being you, I look at the logo as a <laughs> as a banner, as a flag to wave to say, yo, whoever you are, wherever you're from, whatever you look like, however you feel, come into this game because and you'll be accepted. You'll be loved. You'll be appreciated. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, I, I mean, that might be just me being like starry eyed. But but when I see it now, like that's no, nah, that's it. No, no, no. That's what we represent. Yep. And that's I think that 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 level of authenticity and that level of just just real shit. You know what I'm saying? The, the level of real shit is going to usher in this new wave of golf. Earl, I know I know you well. I, I've, we've, we've kicked it a couple yeah. times, but I know you better than I think we might know. But I want to <laughs> ask you, where is golf going and how is Eastside Golf helping to get there? That's a great question. So um, where is golf going? I think golf is at a turning point. Um, I think right now with the level of like engagement as far as from a business perspective, like golf is booming right now, right? Like if you own a golf course, you're actually making money, right? Like true specs, I know y'all got to be killing it. Like it's the numbers are ridiculous across the board, right? So golf is booming. The last boom was like this was honestly was like the Tiger Woods boom. And so like 97. Right, right. So the conversation that a lot of leadership is having, industry leaders are all saying, like, and I credit Seth Walk, I think he said it the best, was like, listen, the boom of like a Tiger Woods era, what did golf miss? What did golf like didn't what did what did they not learn from that moment in time? And let's make sure that we capitalize on that now. And I think where East Side golf plays in that is an opportunity to capitalize on that now. Like I kind of say this, you know, and I hope it's not misinterpreted. But I think it's kind of like Tiger Woods created this huge momentum, right? But then uh, we feel like it's our job to kind of take that momentum to the next level. You know what I mean? Like, we want to ensure that all of those people that are truly excited about the game, they have a pathway there, right? And so that pathway includes, obviously, more African-American PGA professionals because PGA professionals are gatekeepers. They are gatekeepers. Your junior programs, your club champions – Whoever you want to say, PGA professionals run day-to-day operations at all golf courses across the country. A PGA professional can grant the ability to say, you know what, son, go out and play. Go. Mm -hmm. All summer, go. It's not going to kill my books to send one junior golfer or a foursome out. You know, Yeah. and this is what happens, right? So one of the things that I think Eastside has done was Eastside gave me the confidence to say, you know what, we need to make a stand. So when we put together that video as far as the Black Lives Matter video, that was a very crucial time because, you know, a lot of want to tell you, like, and, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the spot that ran on, like, during the PJ Championship, but yeah. I felt like I was putting my career on the line. I really did. Wow. Like, I'm like, yo, I could be blackballed. Like, if I want a job at, you know, these big clubs, I'm not going to say their names because I enjoy playing them. <laughs> but... <laughs> but you know, it's like they could easily be like, nah, Earl Cooper's no longer allowed here. And it wouldn't be an official rule, but they would know. Like, it's a good old boy system, without a doubt. So, you know, I say what I have to say. Like, I credit Elijah I credit Wendell Haskins and a couple other folks that were truly in my corner. Like, nah, bro, you got to do this. Let's 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 put this together. And um, so we did it. And I was nervous. I ain't going to lie. You know what I mean? We look at that video. I ain't sleep well that night. Like, oh my God, like, are we really about to do this and promote this and then tag the PGA? Yeah. And so, but um, but but that was a good it was a good learning lesson too. I'll say this. So to answer your question, where I feel like Eastside Golf 
is we're in a position to really, truly diversify the game and show opportunities within this industry at non-grass, non-green grass facilities. You know what I mean? And we also want to use this as an opportunity to springboard Elijah to get out on the PJ tour. Like we want it. Like I always joke with him. I'm like, bro, like you're going to shoot, you know, 69 and not being a lead and people are going to want your autograph because mm-hmm. they're like, he's the owner of East side, you know, but that's a different level. Yeah. And I think that, I think that's what we want. Like I want him to go out there and know that he's not, you know, if he misses a cut, he can still go enjoy himself. It's not the end of the world. And we've never been able to play from that advantage. Never. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, with this brand that we're building, that's just part of the story. Um, you also have from a teaching component. Um, so there's so much more. I don't want to keep going. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Lajua, where, where you want to take the game with Eastside Golf? Because I'll be honest with y'all, you know, as, as a young entrepreneur, black men, you guys are kind of in the driver's seat of, of, of how, how this is going to be digested by a lot of people. Like you are going to be the front door for golf for a lot of people. I mean, that's got to feel kind of heavy. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's pretty heavy. I mean, it's <laughs> well, just a little bit. I didn't think about it like that. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. 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 No, um, it's something I look forward to. You know, it's something that I, I, I want to relish in. I mean, I wanna, I want to be, I, I want to be something that, that I, that I needed when I was in the in golf growing up. You know, I want to be something that I wanted to see, you know, that cool 31, 32 year old, you know, he plays golf, he, he dress night, you know, he got clothing, you know, I want to be that person that these younger kids, you know, just look up to and then and, and plays good golf, you know, all at the same time. I mean, that that was that's that's the whole premise. And that's what I wish I would have, you know, seen more of. Mm. you know growing up you know about my age and really somebody I can connect with and that's the whole you know that that's what we're that's I think that's what we're missing a lot of in today's game yeah and I'll say this really quickly like I mean Hollywood has kind of let us down in, in the perspective of that has never been portrayed before right like you either like legend of bagger Vance and you want some Will Smith caddy shit or you want some Tiger Woods and there's none of that like middle of the road club champion that can handle his business, you know, executive right. or whatever. You know, you have to be, you can be mom and pop, but it's just that portrayal of African-Americans or minorities in that space that are kind of middle of the road, can shoot around par. You haven't seen that. So kids typically don't even can't imagine it because they've never seen it. That's so true. And I feel like this, like Doug had said, your brand is so much deeper than just you know, a black guy on a sweatshirt with a chain on. Um, it represents so much more of who we are in the space of golf and who we can and want to be. Um, now, I've got the sweatshirt. I've got the T-shirt. Um, what else do you guys have in the future? Or what do you guys, what are you currently working on for people to maybe get online and order or to look out for? So we actually, oh, let's see, we had, we're fully stocked with socks right now. We have uh, something called like, it's like a, dad hat it's a tournament hat straightforward type hat with our logo on the front um and then we'll be coming out with our vintage rope hats uh soon most likely next month um and then uh we're also looking to have our black black sweatshirts in maybe like a month to maybe like a month and a half where we'll update everybody with emails and everything but uh and then you know 
later on down the road, uh, women's clothing. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I've been working on this, you know, couple of things. And How are you supposed uh, to play yeah. golf? How are you supposed to be a professional golfer? You you, you got day-to-day operations running east side. Come on, you gotta, <laughs> we got to get this shit to grow faster so you can get out there and play, man. Earl, you got to do something, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, working no, on no, it. He no, wants I mean, to do it all. I be telling him all the time, like, listen, not going to – you're going to – I tell him all the time, and he'll tell you. I'm like, listen, you're going to be looking at reports. You're not going to be answering calls. You're going to get a sheet at the end of the day, and this is what we did. It's not going to be as hands-on. But, no, nah, he's done a great job, and, and he's he's totally hands-on. And I, I think when he, Elijah Wan is super creative, super creative. Like, all of our designs come – from him and I'm like, what what are you thinking? You know what I'm saying? Like I try to add my little two cents, but that's not my lane. <laughs> you know. So I don't even he's like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. So but no, nah, I think I think again, one of the things that has just kind of blown me away about everything is I really do truly believe that this is what like black golf professionals were like looking for. Like I remember being in the golf shop, like, all right, if I get one more title ish whatever like i'm done like i don't like but to be able to wear this and then also be able to like we joke all the time i'll never forget it somebody wore it on the golf course and at the same time they sent a picture and it was another guy like in the club in atlanta like compound it was like that's it like that's what we want to do like do you understand you have somebody wearing on the golf course and somebody at the club in the same night and so that's truly what you know this brand kind of epitomizes like you can't box it in. It's never been seen before, which is unfortunate. It's not even a thing that we're kind of celebrating. Or fortunate for y'all. That, Shit, what you mean? Let's let's capitalize. Look, somebody's yeah, got to sure. be the first in the space. Nah, you know, I, and, sure. and y'all got, in my opinion, you should be unapologetic about that shit. Like, let's, yeah, like, exactly. let's, let's, let's blow it up. Look, let me tell y'all something, man. From the bottom of my heart, I wish y'all well. I pray for y'all's success. Uh, Cheyenne and I, when we, we started Birdies Not BS as a way for people to come into the game and have a resource uh, to, to hear, you know, you don't need to buy a $1,000 set of clubs if, if you just starting. Like, some real shit, not like that fake BS. We, don't, we wanted to be the front door to golf. And, and that's from a listening perspective. You guys are, are that from an apparel perspective. So we are uh, eternally woven in the same fabric. Ha, you like that, of creating this network of, of, of minority golf. So I love y'all boys, man. I love Eastside Golf. Uh, thank y'all so much. Um, uh, how, do, how do they get a hold of you, man, for the people that, that don't follow you just yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys can go to uh, eastsidegolf.com. Or uh, go Elijah with four O's or Earl Dream Earl Dream Big on Instagram. Now I will say this though, just real quickly, like for Eastside, I think like we're only gonna go as far as we go, right? And I say that because I learned a lot from like this protest. Like if you really want change, it's as a collective, right? And so what makes Eastside golf so special is just the people that have supported it, right? And we've got support from so many people and so many brands, like. You know, we joke about it. I, we used to save for shoes. Now brands send us shoes, right? And all of them. Like, I'm not even going to name any of them, but they all send shoes and all send apparel. So <laughs> it's just one of those things that, you know, has been truly special, but we understand what makes it special is the folks that believe in us. And we really, truly, truly try to, like, stay true to that right no matter how big we get we understand it like it's every follow it's every post it's every like like all of that still makes a huge huge difference 
And that's how we're going to get big because, you know, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I got to say from the outside, you can feel the authenticity. You can feel how genuine the brand is. And I think that's why, I mean, I loved it off the bat. You know, I got my order in as fast as I could, but um, people can feel that. So keep doing what you're doing, guys. We're proud of you. We're always here to support you. Um, and thank you for coming on today because I think a lot of people will enjoy hearing the story of Eastside Golf and continue making those connections and get their orders in now. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So I hope everybody enjoyed listening to this episode because we enjoyed bringing it to you with the guys from Eastside Golf. My man, Elijah Wadden, John Akoo, and Earl Cooper. Don't forget to dream big. My man, um, wow, just what a story, man. Just Eastside Golf just wanted to be fashionable and turn into an actual brand that people can wear and enjoy. And, and just social justice on the golf course. It's a beautiful thing. Stand behind Eastside Golf. All the best to them boys. So you guys know where to find us, birdiesnotbs.com. Birdies Not BS on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Get those comments in. We answer everyone. I answered a couple today, as a matter of fact. And uh, just keep rocking with us. And we need those reviews. We need those reviews uh, and those likes. So thank you all so much. And we'll holler at you all next week.